Keep all sexy thoughts about me and our guests to yourself and enjoy. Hello, my loves. I am Wyo Lee, and you are listening to Sex Stories, a podcast of anecdotal research where guests share their stories about their most intimate interactions in an effort to increase communication around sex and improve sex lives everywhere. And I am extremely excited to introduce my guest today is Nikki Davis. Welcome, Nikki. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. We're going to talk into the shark belly. Oh, hey, belly. Hello. Um, great. Perfect. So Nikki and I are meeting today for the first time. We are recording this from Bushwick, New York. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. I... Found her at a coffee shop. That's not, no, that's not accurate. I mean, it is, but it isn't. It's not the full story. Yeah. We were messaging last week and talking mm-hmm. about collaborating. And I was like, oh, I'm actually going to be in New York next week. Do you want to meet up? It was so serendipitous. And she just gave me the best tour of her neighborhood. We walked around. We looked at some amazing street art. We talked about sex a lot already. And there's we more did. that we're going to talk about. <laughs> there's always more. And I ate a delicious cupcake and drank a coffee. And we're feeling very excited. So yeah. uh, actually, will you share with our listeners a little bit about what you do? I would love to. Um, so I recently woo, quit my nine to five job. Yeah, yeah. Which, but it was a really great nine to five job. So I worked for Mount Sinai Hospital as a consent educator for a rape crisis program. So I would teach middle school, high schoolers, and university students about consent, healthy relationships, and how to support survivors of violence. Awesome. That's, first of all, thank you for doing that incredible work. And you were teaching all these different levels. Yes. So it was really fascinating, the different base knowledge, depending on where I was located. So we would cover Queens and Manhattan, and we do both private and public schools. So, for example, areas like Flushing, that were sort of more low income. Uh, some students, like I've had a student ask me, is it true that my hand will fall off if I masturbate? And what? you could see the fear in his poor little eyes. How old was he? he this was, uh, he was a seventh grader. Oh my God. And he was just, which shows how natural masturbation is, right? Oh that like God, he was yeah. doing it anyway, thinking he'd lose his hand. Oh my God. But he was really relieved after our conversation. I was like, actually, it can be good for you. Just don't overdo it. Yeah. Just scathing, take a minute. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. That's wise advice. I would love to know, first of all, what inspired you to go into that realm of work? That's a good question. So I kind of came at it at a very strange way in that uh, I did my undergraduate. I'm from Canada. Canada. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. (laughs) Um, So in my undergraduate, I actually worked with perpetrators of sexual violence. Oh, wow. Which was super fucking intense. Oh, my Um, gosh. And but my dream has always been to help people to communicate about sex and have better sex. Yeah. In order to get paid to do that. High five. High five. (laughs) I'm really bad at high fives. I know that wasn't great. (laughs) There we go. A little better. I always miss. (laughs) <laughs> I try the elbow trick and I can't do it. Like, I'm not good it's at it. Fair. It's fair. Um, it's So fair? to get paid for it. Right. So I first worked with sex offenders and I'd always been really interested in, like, supporting survivors of violence, but also teaching people to communicate about sex to yeah. have better relationships. And I guess part of my interest in it, I only just realized was probably because of, like, an early childhood experience of mine that was sexual violence and not good. Uh. So I think that's part of what led me on this road. And it's really strange that I only recently sort of put those two things together. Yeah. 
But I just find in all my conversations with everyone all the time, what I'm the most interested in is for them to tell me about sex and about their relationships. And it's like they're talking about some movie I've never heard of. I'm like, all right, so what's your sex life like? That's how I feel, too. So I feel like I'm in the right field. Um, So I recently started doing blogging, writing, and speaking about consent, uh, sexuality, relationships, all this stuff. And I'm fucking loving it. Great. So if anyone needs me to come say words, yeah. I got you. What are some of your dream jobs? Like, what are some of the types of events that you'd be a good fit for? Yeah. So I have a lot of experience um, talking about consent, but also I've been working on this workshop about sexual communication. So for people say, all right, consent is kind of basic. Like, you you need two people to, or however many people to want to do the interaction. But moving beyond that in terms of how do you communicate uh, to make sex better, more interactive, to make even like I'm working on a piece right now um, for fuckbook.com about yes. <laughs> yes. about orgasms. So just sort of like, what is the protocol? Like if you're about to come as a man, do you ask? Do you like just throw it out there? Great. As a woman, say you didn't orgasm or as a man, like is this something that you are entitled to talk about or to be like, hey, finish it off? Yeah. Um, and how do you communicate like both during and then after an encounter to be like, hey, this was good. This could have been better if yes. we're going to do it again. I recently was telling someone I want to start dating and fucking people. I've been in two months of dry spell. And I was like, I just don't feel like I'm ready to go out there. Like, I'll do the things. I'll do the sex. I'll do the date. But I, like, don't feel prepared to communicate about it. So I was like, I wonder if I could just, like, establish an exit survey. So anyone who goes (laughs) on a date with me, like, they can just know they're going to get, like, a Google form to fill out. That way we don't have to have the awkward conversation. And that's, like, an insane. I know that's insane. Is the conversation to be, like, I don't want to see you ever again, but that was all right? Or what's the conversation? Any, either direction. <laughs> like they just, I get to, I get, I, I just get an ex. Like you know when you go to get your car worked on, or yeah. maybe not a car because we're in New York, but yeah, you get those surveys that was like, how was how your was service? Right. Any comments? Do you right. want another service here? <laughs> because that at least so then helpful. it's clear, and then that way I can respond with other. And I know people. I know that's not how people work, but I think um, it would be helpful because then. Specifically people that might be screwing up one component of sex and no one's brave enough to tell them. To tell them. And I think that just creating spaces or like with your article, like having dialogues around that or just offering dialogues around that, I think it's hugely helpful. So to make it a little more personal, because I don't want to just talk about work. No. Do you have conversations with partners afterwards about like, hey, here's what I liked here. Like, (laughs) how do you step it up? (laughs) Yeah. How do you tell someone step it up? So I feel like I've only recently gotten good at this. It was kind of like a lifetime of me. Totally. Because it's so weird. Like, even if they're like two inches from my clitoris, it took me a long time to be like, hey, just like a little over. You're really close. Right. Yeah. Um, Yes. You're so (laughs) close. Yes. That's such a great direction to be like, ooh. Yeah, you should get my nonverbal signals, but yes. sometimes it's more helpful to be like, "Hey, the clit's there, buddy." Also, sometimes I my nonverbal signal gives the wrong signal because I'm actually squiggling because I'm uncomfortable, right? Not because I'm enjoying. And they it. might be like, "Oh, like I'm doing it. it," and then they'll like go harder, and I'm like, "Oh, that's not what I meant." And but then yeah. at that point, I mean, that was old me that was terrible at communicating. New me hasn't had a new partner in a while, so I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I'm excited to see new me. It's gonna be good. I'm scared. Yeah. But it's like, I find the first couple times I did it, it felt really awkward. Mm -hmm. And it felt like, but then I realized I was worried about like making them not feel masculine or like, like a Superman that just like knows my body. But it's like, I've had this body my whole life. I spent a lot of time getting to know what feels good for me. So like, I wouldn't assume that anyone would be able to just like stroll on in here and know what's going to feel good. Yeah. Um, So once I sort of shifted that framework, it made it easier. So I was on a very long dry spell until 
last week I de-virginized a boy. <gasps> right? <laughs> what was that like? It was Wait, great. When you say boy, <laughs> how old was he? <laughs> Sorry, a, a 28-year-old man. Okay, great. That's a boy. I mean, that's You're a man right. boy, but yes. I, I, and again, boy was not good. I refer there. to myself as a girl because uh, I enjoy being, like, childish and playful. And I Same. know people are like, You're a woman. I am a woman. I yeah. feel very comfortable but with my womanhood. And I say, I'm a shave head girl. Like, I love yeah. to say that. I love that. Um, so, here you. I just wanted to double check. I and because we're on a podcast, I figured I would yeah. just... No. Anti-pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> so you diversion also can i ask how long was your dry spell so it depends on how we're defining sex okay um so i hadn't had penetration since my ex who i was with for five years and the last time we had sex was probably eight months ago oh wow so that was yeah. like the longest dry spell i've had since i was like 17 yeah wow and it was purposeful like i definitely could have like been like all right buddy let's do this totally totally but Part of it was me getting over the relationship because it was, like, a really hard breakup for me. I hear you. And then the other part was just not feeling connected to someone so much that I was like, I want your dick at me. I also hear you. But also, I don't orgasm from penetration as much. Mm -hmm. So I did have some fun in those eight months. Ooh. So I was in Mexico and had this really fun couple nights with this English boy, man, boy, I don't know, now I'm questioning myself we will uh we will understand from here on out that if you say boy it's not a unless you're talking about a childhood experience we'll assume he's of legal of consenting legal age. age all right i appreciate that yeah um so we uh hooked up by the beach and had just like a really fun couple nights it was a bit of an awkward thing because i was there with my friend he was there with his friend oh yeah and yeah, it was yeah. clear that like him and i had the spark but, but my friend didn't. and the friend didn't <laughs> so I, my friend really took one for the team because That's i was like i really want to spend a night in his room but then where will you sleep yeah and then so she spent the night in the room with the guy she wasn't into who okay. apparently like snored all night and she was super uncomfortable Aww. that's a so good thank friend you, jess i love you oh my gosh we love shout out to jess that's an awesome jess friendship <laughs> yeah <laughs> we have each other's backs in that way that's awesome. Okay, but to get back to right, your original de-virginizing and yeah. possibly offering some feedback story. Yeah, right. Um, so, because he was a virgin, I felt particularly comfortable giving direction. I mm. think part of that, yeah. so part of my thing is I want to be memorable. I'm not going to be like some, I've never had a one night stand. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't want to be with someone unless there was some type of connection. Yes. And I feel like as his first, like, he'll probably remember me forever, which yeah. I like. And it was really nice. Um, so the intercourse, like, you know, was a little short. Yeah. And it wasn't mind-blowing, but I think he made up for it in doing things with his hands and his mouth. Wonderful. We're actually meeting up again tonight for round two. <gasps> awesome. Oh, that's high yeah, five where right? there was I did, I, Oh, I get those a you little tried. untried. Okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Literally fuck Literally yeah. Literally fuck yeah. I feel like round two is going to be better. That's great. But have you ever been in a situation with someone where you're like trying to offer feedback and they're like... Bah, 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 bah. Um... No, actually. I feel like oh, right, you I, are, pick, yeah. I pick solid partners mm -hmm. overall. But I know I have heard from friends who have that a lot where someone's like, no, I got this. And it's yeah. like, clearly you don't. What do you think people should do in that situation? Like, leave. I love that you're writing an article about this. And <laughs> right. you guys should go. We're, we'll, we'll link to it when this is all out. That'd be great. <laughs> okay. So first of all, do we need to circle back to Mexico? 
We could. Should we go back to Mexico? Let's go back to Mexico. I would no, love to go to Mexico, to Mexico with Mexico. you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like where I'm a hat wearer. I'm just such a funny. Yes, I would love to go to Mexico and we would take some pictures and be Olbush? naked. Olbush? I don't know if I'm saying it right. Olbush. The whole time they were telling me how to say it. It's like this really nice island off of Cancun cool. that's fucking beautiful. I highly suggest it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I want to go everywhere. I know. Me too. Was it warm and tropical? It was warm and tropical. Were you naked anywhere? I was naked. Yeah, I was naked on the beach. Someone stole my phone. Oh, but, shit. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. But other than that, yeah, uh, I was topless a lot, actually. Um, and that was really nice. It's a dream come true. Because it's there have only been a few situations. I love being naked in a situation where it's not sexual. Yes. It's just so nice to be like, this is just how I was made. And here Does I that am. mean you don't like being naked in sexual situations or just like all of the above? All of the above. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I definitely okay. like being, I don't Great. keep my clothes on. Okay. Generally. No, I mean, uh, it's yeah. fine if you do. I just was going to ask about it if you yeah. did. I was like, it, unpack that <laughs> for me. Okay. okay. Yeah. So you had, so you and this man boy fooled around a bit. Yeah. In pri- in a private in the privacy of your lovely friends letting you have privacy room. <laughs> that was the first night. Okay. And then the second night, my friend was like, I can't do this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, That's fair, fair play. I, I'm sorry for the first time. Um, so we went, we were staying in this hotel and it had a uh, rooftop. So we hooked up on the rooftop. Nice. On this like weird bed. And he said something like he never eats women out, but mm-hmm. he ate me out. And oh, good. So that was like a big thing for him. Did you guys talk ahead of time about what was on the table, off the table, or how did that yeah down. yeah so I think we were talking earlier and I let him know that I don't really do like one night stands with intercourse yeah and he was like that's cool and then Amazing. he was so good I don't know there was something about being on vacation where I just felt really free and open totally and then he just like knew where my clip was I didn't that's have great. to be like yo bud move over so that was nice and yeah like the first night he made me come twice which almost never happens to wow. me and how come how come, how come? <laughs> Come out. <laughs> um, how come it doesn't usually happen to me? Yes. So I'm a really tough come. Okay. Um, so I'd say my first time with people, I usually assume that it's not going to happen. Same. Which is why I wouldn't have a one night stand. But why are you a tough come? So part of it is I get in my head sometimes. Mm-hmm. So not so much. It used to be more like, how do I look in this position? Blah, blah, blah. Mm. But it's not so much that. It's more like what I'm trying to get over is in my head. I'm like, am I going to come? Is it going to happen? And then yes. once you have that in your head, it's so hard to get it out of your head that, and to be in the moment. That was me until two years ago. Like up until I met my master, I was so like looping in my brain yeah. all the time about coming with partners. And did the master sort of help unleash that for you? Yes. And I had like an entire sexual re- reawakening. But there there absolutely is something about being tied down and ordered not to come that works perfectly. Yeah. Like I used to do that with my ex. It I'm was like, so oh, fun. Oh, <laughs> denial like, works for me. Great. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah. Super fun. So, okay. So you get in your head and then. Yeah. And then, yeah. Once I get in my head, like once I'm like, is this going to happen? Once that thought is there, yes. I feel like the chances of it happening becomes really low. Is that made easier if you're with someone that you know you have come with? Like, does that kind of take me too? Once it happens once, I'm like, all right, we're good. Yeah, yeah. But I also find sometimes I'm worried that they're not having a good time because it takes – I feel like usually you can make a guy come in, like, four minutes. Whereas for me, like, the fastest will be 20. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So I almost feel worried that they're not enjoying what's happening. But Mm -hmm. then once it happens once and I realize – this shift that's been happening, I think I've been better at this, is realizing that they're probably really enjoying what they're doing. Yes. Um, and, like, I'm pretty cool. Totally. And it's, like, a pretty good experience overall. And I think they 
overall genuinely want to make me come. Yeah. And once I start thinking about that, it helps me get out of my head. That makes sense. And then it feels like there's a increased opportunity for connection instead exactly. of like looping in your brain like I do. And I think that's that was my experience with my master as well because it stopped being about am I doing the right thing? Does he like this? Or does yeah, she like this? Exactly. And and I finally was just like, oh, I'm getting all the orders. And so for me, it was total freedom. I was right. like, oh, I'm doing exactly what he wants at any moment. And I can know for a fact that he's doing whatever the fuck he wants because I've given right. him full permission and I have my safe word if I need it, but I right. never did. Um, I mean, a couple times, but like, but yeah. it was. Right. That, and he probably wanted you to experience yes. pleasure. I'm sure that was a lot of it. He was amazing. Like he worshipped me. I mean, he, yes, that helped me quiet my brain down. And now I'm like, oh, right. When I'm in my body, when I'm present and when I'm connecting with a person and I don't mean like fall in love, deep, deep, deep connection. Mm -hmm. I mean like regular person connection, yeah. not like checked out getting my rocks off because I'm Definitely. the same way. It doesn't work for me. Yeah. And I feel like the problem with a lot of Americans that I've found is that they're worried that if they show any emotion or any genuine connection in an encounter that we're going to want to wipe them or yes. that it's going to become like a serious thing. But for me, it's like I'm not looking for a serious relationship, but I'm looking for a genuine interaction yes. and I want to be cuddled and I want to feel close yes. to you in the moment, even if it's just for that moment yeah. or for like a few more times. But I've noticed that like they're terrified of that. Like they think if they hug you after, that means that that's it. You're locked in. That's why I'm not dating because I do like that's in my brain. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, if we go on a date and we fuck then either I'm going to keep seeing them and I'm on the relationship escalator for the rest of right. forever or we break up right away. Like, right. And then I'm just like, that's insane. Like, that's, yeah. a, that's so A to Z Irrational. and that is yeah. how my my brain works. Yeah. I will say so, I also have had a number of partners that were just like, I love you now. Like, and it was supposed <laughs> to be casual and I'm like, I, we're not compatible, yeah, but right. I love you too. Right. Because that's In my moment, experience anyway, often. Yeah. yeah. It's yes. hard. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you meet? sexual partners or what are you looking for in a sexual partner these are good questions so i've tried the internet thing yeah it hasn't really worked out great for like me apps or like typing okay cupid i haven't it's done... just lunch.com which my mom wants me to be on wait is that like coffee meets bagel worse it's worse <laughs> it's a paid service they have Would typos she for it for she's you? keeps she's been offering <laughs> uh i think they advertise in alaska air magazine because she i don't that's that's amazing. She just has it. That's the one that's stuck in her brain. And last week she was like, or do you want to try that swiping thing? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Mom, no. She'll get you like Tinder Prime or whatever. So you can super like. Thing? Every, I haven't. I you can I, pay for Swiping Tinder. would overwhelm me, I think. I mean, I also just need to be somewhere where, I mean, she has no idea that I'm kinky. I don't think. Like, I don't think yeah. she listens to this. <laughs> she yeah. was my first episode, but I don't think she's oh, listened wow. to any of the things. I hope. So my grandma used to listen to my old podcast really? and my great aunt and my mom. Yeah. How does your family feel about your career in sex? Oh, that sounds wrong. <laughs> in sex Education. Work. Education. In sex, yeah. Education. In sex yes. work. <laughs> I think they're very supportive, honestly. Yeah. So particularly, I think because there's a generation gap, my grandma yeah. and I are very close and we talk a lot about mm. sex. So she was asking me like, which vibrator should I get? What? And she's dating again. That's the coolest grandma she's, ever. She's so dope. She's killing she? the game. I'm 85. Wow. I don't know. And I think my mom and I have also begun speaking more. And my dad, yeah, they're very supportive. They probably don't want the specific yeah. details necessarily. Yeah. Like last week I worked this party where I was leading, teaching people to talk dirty basically, Great. which was super <gasps> Amazing. fun. But then afterwards I called my mom and she was like, can you give me some specific details about it? And I was like, 
well, a lot of people really like to be called daddy. And then we just giggled for a while. <laughs> you said that to your mom? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, I think I'm very lucky. And I think part of the reason that um, I'm able to do this work is because I've never really felt shame around sex. That's wonderful. Uh, like, my mom is the first person I told when I lost my virginity. Really? But it's because I was late for work and I was working for her. And so I was like, sorry, mom, I'm late. I was just getting laid for the first time. How old were you and what did she say and what happened? How did it go down? Um, so it went down. I was 18. It was with my first serious boyfriend. We were dating for a while. Um, and... She worked for like a jewelry store. Yeah. Wait, do you mean how did the sex go down or how did the me telling oh, her? No, go you down? telling her. Oh, like, yeah. Like also the sex, but, but I meant yeah. that you telling her. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, sorry, mom, I'm late. I was just losing my virginity. And she she was like, all right, it's cool that you're late. Good job. How was it? Oh. Yeah. She, she's like the dream in that wow. regard for sure. And it was good, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Solid first time. What? Will you tell us the story around it? Just sure. Just version? Yeah. Um, so. It was this, my first partner, who's like this really cute, little Jewish, nerdy dude, got me into Star Trek. We ended up dating for five years. Oh. Um, so I might be a bit of a serial monogamist. Okay. I mean. It's, it's possible. Um, but yeah, the first time was in his mom's bed. His mom was out of town. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, we had done a lot of things first. Uh, but I don't know. It was kind of. The thing is, I didn't know how to make him come yet. Yeah. Because I didn't, I hadn't, I don't know why. For some reason, I never gave him a hand job or sucked his dick yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, because I hadn't done it before and I didn't really know what I was doing. Totally. But he made me come a lot. Wow. So he was really good. Wow. Which is kind of like the inverse of what Most you often experiences. hear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was my virginity loss story. Amazing. So your mom sounds pretty fucking cool. Mad chill. Uh, oh my god, she talks the coolest. Did you get a sex talk from her or from your parent? Like, were they open about it growing up, or what is their? So it's weird. I don't have a specific clear memory of either of them talking to me. I remember discovering my dad had this back massager that was like a beetle <laughs> that vibrated uh -huh. that I used to like steal and bring into my room, but. I don't, th yeah, I don't. I love that. I don't remember specifically. I remember once my mom caught me masturbating before school. Oh, really? In this like super intense position. I used to be like, so I remember like my legs were over my head. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> right? Which I, with the beetle or with something No, else? this was with an actual with vibrator. Oh, an actual vibrator. Yeah. Um, and I remember her walking in and then being like, I'm so sorry. But How old was, were you? Uh, probably 17. <laughs> oh, that's a but it's also just like really weird timing that I do it before school and not close the door. I mean, that's hilarious. That <laughs> is. Like, Let's just flip upside like, down for I mean, three minutes. <laughs> can you please explain that style of masturbation to so me? I do you still do it? Really? No. There's that one traumatic just, experience. Your body is like, no, no. more, no more upside down legs. That up. might be it. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I used to be a lot more experimental. Now I'm just like super clitty. I'm trying to yeah. work on uh, having more vaginal or cervical orgasms. Okay. Cervical orgasms. Great. Yeah. I go through phases and I've yeah. been in a phase with my magic wand. Since I love my magic wand. I love my magic wand. It, it, it was given to me by my master. It's technically still his, but he hasn't come back for any mm -hmm. toys. So I don't know. I don't know. I think it's yours. Um, it's mine. I'm using it. Yeah. But I, it's almost like an angry, lazy sort of masturbation right now. I'm just like, fine. Yeah. Um, and I was, yeah. yeah, I was doing, I was, play, I was doing some butthole play with myself mm -hmm. for a little while. That phase passed. Like, yeah. it just, I'm just like the bare minimum. Like, Same. through pants lately, too. Like, and I <laughs> no, barely, I barely wear pants. Yes. 
That's where my that. sex life is right now. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to ask about your masturbation. Yeah. What's, what is your favorite, what are some favorite ways you have of playing with yourself? You said you want yeah. more cervical orgasms. How do you give that to yourself with vibrators? So I think so, like, you just go way the fuck up there okay. with like a dildo. Um, but most, I'm like super clitty. Yeah. Uh, so Same. I feel like I just have a lot of nerve endings on the clit Same. and it's hard for me to have an orgasm any other way. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to and I've succeeded a few times in having it sort of called like a blended orgasm where it's from internal. So I put yeah. two fingers inside while either using the magic wand or rubbing my clit with my finger. Yeah. And they've been super intense and like way that. better than just the clit. Um, but it's I more work. Yep. So I feel like to do that, I need to be in a certain mindset. Mm-hmm. I need to be like, there's no rush. Light Take a candle. Time. Like theoretically, I've never actually Do some done aromatherapy. That, like, yeah, exactly. Candle but like the, the candle mindset. Put on some immortal technique. Really <laughs> <laughs> like yes. fucking angry. You know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what age did you start touching yourself at? I was really late. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, my first orgasm was the only time I've ever squirted. Mm. So it was. What? Soup, right? So basically, I think I was really fucking horny for two years, but I didn't really understand oh, what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I definitely remember being like, there's a tingly feeling down there. And like, theoretically, knowing what sex was and knowing about orgasms, but not understanding it like within my own body. So it was, uh, I bought a vibrator kind of as a joke. Mm-hmm. So like to be like, oh, I have this. And I remember showing it to my friend and I was like, look, outside your pants, feel this. And she was like, whoa. And so I tried it. I was like, whoa. Where did you buy this vibrator? At Condom Shack. On How old were you? I was, I'm going to say 17. They let you buy it? Like I guess so. Huh. I w- yeah, yeah. Is that a thing? Am I making up laws in my head? Maybe Canada's more chill. Yeah. I mean, yeah. definitely. This Overall. Sounds, yeah. Definitely in a temperature sense. It's definitely yeah, more chill. Mad chilled. Mad chilled. That's why I live here. Super chill. <laughs> Super chill. <laughs> but I remember like the container of the vibrator said cornflakes on it. That's I don't hilarious. know why. Or disguise. It's to disguise. A disguise, it. right. And yeah. right, duh. But why would cornflakes be in this tiny little cylinder? I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, it's that's really weird, weird. But I have a very clear image huh. of it. So I remember when my friend and I did that being like, this feels really good. I need to do this alone because something yeah. cool is happening. Yeah. But not wanting to fully get into it because my friend is right there. Right, right. So then that night I started sleeping in the basement. So I used, my room was like beside my mom's room. Yep. Um, but I moved it. I was like, mom, I need to sleep in this tiny mattress in our like not done at all basement for a while. Yeah. So I just like closed the door and I was like, all right, let's see what happens. So I started using it and I could feel something build up. And it was just like the most intense thing ever. So I soaked the fucking mattress. Whoa. I couldn't sleep on it. It was like probably like the highlight of my sex life. So <laughs> Seventeen. I mean, that's a fantastic all beginning. All downhill from here. No, no. no. Um, but it was like really good. And then just like it was almost like the fear of like knowing something was building up but having no idea what it was. Yeah. It was really great. And then after that, I pretty steady masturbation schedule from then to now. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. And I've been trying to squirt again, and I, I'm i not there yet. 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 I didn't think I was a squirter. Like, I didn't think I could squirt, um, but I can't. There you go. Like, someone has to do the things. The thing, like, it yeah. has to be pretty vigorous. But but Master? partly because he definitely made me squirt. And I've been with a couple other partners that, is that true? Did I lie? Have I? I'm not yeah. sure. I That's think I've fair. squirted with other people. I've definitely yeah. at least internally squirted with other right. people. And then, yeah. like, you drench the mattress. Like, that's yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. happened. For um, sure. 
he's he used to squirt me in some like really magnificent ways but uh it's just so fun it's just so fun and that's like it really feels like the the play part of it and do you like masturbating with or in front of partners is that anything for you like what do you yes she's nodding and wiggling eyebrows (laughs) (laughs) yeah i really i love me like a good tease yeah so i feel like oftentimes before i hook up with someone i'll either let them watch me masturbate or like we'll both masturbate together do you do it as like a secret instruction or is it just something because i feel like Mm. i would be like watch me masturbate watch pay attention (laughs) (laughs) pay attention to what i'm doing um i don't i haven't done it like that but i do feel like it could be helpful yeah um because as i mentioned i usually don't orgasm the first time i'm with a partner Mm -hmm. so sometimes if i really want to get myself off either afterwards or during i'll be like do you want to watch me yeah usually they're like fuck yeah that's great oh that's genius yeah because then but you're right. It probably is also an instruction manual for next time. Well, the first time I was with my master, he asked me to touch myself, to mm-hmm. to show him, whatever. And not, not that he needed instruction, but he, like, ordered me. And I was, right. like, super into orders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, that, you know, that was a night where it's just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, do you have any kinks? So this is the thing. I might be a little vanilla. This is what I'm starting to learn about myself because I've recently – been to a few sex parties and been to like BDSM situations mm-hmm. where if I had a kink I would feel comfortable so I yeah. I like spanked a few people I got spanked I watched people have sex and I very much enjoyed it from a scientific yeah voyeuristic perspective yeah. but I don't think the power thing I don't think I'm super into myself okay here's a question yeah. though if that was my introduction to it, I don't think I would have been like, this is for me. Mm-hmm. I think I needed the privacy of this like one-on-one right. experience to really feel into it for myself. Yeah. So I guess that's not really a question so much as to say, do you have even a remote interest in exploring it one-on-one with I another do. person? Yeah, I think in the right situation, I would. I know I've always, I think I'm a little bit, I have enjoyed some Dom stuff with my ex mm. where like I would tell him when to come mm. which was really fun or i would be in charge of his orgasm oh, I love and like that. he was very aroused by the idea of me being with other people yeah so during this time in my life we were in something that was open for me oh so i one way one way there was a one-way oh. street for a year and then he demanded equality which is fair okay um how was that for you the one way was great i think that would be my ideal situation would be if someone was actually okay with it yeah. he wasn't actually okay with it which is completely okay. fair but i think it was really fun because he was the second person I'd ever been with, mm-hmm. whereas he'd had a lot more experiences before that. Got it. Okay. So when we got together, he didn't want to push me back from having anything. So like most of my sexual encounters that I've had in my life was while I was with him. So I remember like particularly a few situations where I would come back to his house like covered in someone else's cum. <laughs> he would like <laughs> lick it off and it was super oh, hot. Oh, cool. It was like really, I was really into that. Would you be into, say you had like a partner. I like to use the phrase rock partner. This is rock not a partner. real phrase. It's yeah. my preferred phrase because I don't like, like primary. Yeah. yeah. Like my rock person. Yes, yeah. Rock. I love that. Rock star. I'm like thinking about pet rocks. But it's, <laughs> not, it's not that. But I do have a rock I really like. There um, you go. That sounded I weird. I don't think you should have sex with the rock. I'm not going to have sex with that okay. rock. I'm, I, the rock sleeps next to my bed. I meditate with the rock. Okay, nice. I like it's my current. It's, it reminds me of an alien. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's just an aside for us. Important. <laughs> Would you be into the idea of having a rock partner, which is to say your main partner? Main squeeze. Your main squeeze. Yeah. <laughs> squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. <laughs> uh, who, like, enjoys watching you get fucked by someone else? Like, it's in the yes. room and is, like, and then that maybe would be, joins. Yeah, that would be the dream. Have you had a threesome with two men? I've had 
depends how you define threesome. I haven't had like an intercourse threesome, That's okay. but I've had two dicks in my one in That's each hand. Cool. And that was so cool. I love that. It was that. really fun. Um, it was like my ex and our friend. Oh, fun. How'd you set that up? I don't. You're like, hey, friend. I feel like they kind of made it happen. I was kind of just like along for the Great. ride. Great. Um, and that was fun. I also had a foursome type interaction where like I was with my partner and my friend was with someone she was having sex with and we watched each other. Cool. That I'd be fun. into that. Yeah, I that was super, super fun. So the things I'm weird about is I'm scared about STDs, so I wouldn't ever yes. sleep with someone. I usually make people get tested before I sleep with them. Smart. Um, unless they're virgins. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then just like the connection, which is why I often end up sleeping with my friends. Okay. We have that in common. Yeah. I slept with most of my friends. Right. I'm, I think I've slept with everyone who wants to sleep with me at this point. Like, or I, that you want to sleep with, probably. Uh, both ways, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess both have to be true. Yeah. Uh, I've slept with the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm aware of. Right. Um, I, bet, I bet they'll keep, I don't know. <laughs> Especially <laughs> if I leave this in. We'll get to it. <laughs> I'm the same way because I like the built-in safety. I like yeah. the built-in trust. Exactly. I I love the idea of making someone get tested because then you have enough time to be like, yes, I actually want to sleep with this person exactly. and I'm communicating that really clearly. Like, exactly. I think that's wonderful. And then um, also they want to sleep with you enough to go to like to an go uncomfortable do doctor's office. And exactly. Do, to I've do had a few weird situations where I get people to get tested and then I realize I don't want to sleep with them. That's and fine. they're like angry about it. You're allowed to it change your mind. Yeah. You know, and that's exactly. and that's that's true always. And yeah. that's what you teach people. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. why am I telling you? <laughs> um, You're right. But when you were in this open period in your relationship, was it largely friends or were you, like, explaining to strangers your situation? Like, if imagine you were pretty open about yeah. it because you like the connection. Definitely. So it was pretty well exclusively friends. Yeah. And they knew the situation beforehand. That's great. Yeah. I mean, that almost seems easier than finding weirdo strangers and, like, vetting them. So the one thing that they didn't know that I feel kind of weird about is, like, some, like, one time particularly I left with, like, their come on them and then went over to Jack's. And he, like... Do you think they need to know that? Oh, say, repeat that sentence. The one time I feel weird. Although I feel like I shouldn't say that. Never mind. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. But just, like, just for us then. Yeah. uh, I actually don't feel like you're supposed to... They don't need to know that necessarily. No, I don't like that's that. they're not necessarily yeah. privy to. Like you're not yeah. hurting them. You're not like exactly. using them. So, yeah. Anyway, I agree. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. Right. But I felt like a little weird. But like not that weird. So you say you might be a serial monogamist, but I'm really complicated. And I, I was going to say it sounds like you yeah. would be into some. I mean, it sounds like you need someone who loves being cuckolded yeah but do you say cuckolded someone who enjoys being being a someone who is a cuckold is a cuckold yeah yeah so i think part of the reason that i'm a sex educator is because i'm really trying to figure out my shit because there are definitely conflicting things that i fully truly believe Mm -hmm. um what are they what are the what are the what are the conflicts the conflicts is that (laughs) in a way i'm like sex positive and open Mm -hmm. and very non-judgmental about anything but at the same time like, I went to a sex party and didn't want to have sex with anyone. And, like, I wouldn't be open to a lot of sexual situations. Um, I'm not super into BDSM that yeah. I know of. Do you know what I mean? So it kind of feels like, and yeah. in a way, I want to date someone and have, like, a serious thing. But at the same time, I don't. 
I, this resonates <laughs> so strongly with me. I am kinky and into BDSM, but then sometimes I'm just like, but am I really? Or was it just that one time? Was it just, right. was it only with that my master? Escape. And now right. that I don't have a master, I mean, I did sleep with a kinky couple and yeah. I enjoyed myself greatly, but I'm just like, maybe it was just a phase. I don't know. I How want to know? be yeah. open and I want to be with lots of people, but also I need to feel really safe, safe and comfortable. And, comfortable yeah. and I want to feel, it. I don't have to be their true love, but I need to know that they know that I'm a person. Definitely. And so I, I really love this like in between, like I love connected casual sex yeah i would love to, to have find. i'd love to have solid a solid rock partner yeah i would love to have a solid rock partner mm -hmm. and then also be able to have connected, connected. casual sex and i think that's yeah. my i love polyamory oh my gosh mm -hmm. have you do you like sci-fi have you read any robert heinlein he's my favorite Who is he? he he's dead now or oh. i or i would absolutely just go like Find him. Do whatever he wanted. Like, I would just do anything. I love him so much. And every time I read one of his books, I'm like, I really feel connected to you. But he writes about these polyamorous marriages that are different forms. Like, in all of his sci-fi novels, he has different forms of these group marriages that are so full of love. Jealousy doesn't exist. Like, the women love each other. The men love each other. And they have different, like, configurations. Novel? There are tons of different novels. He, and they're like, in space? Some of them are in space. Some of them so are on cool. different planets. Some of them travel between the planets. Um, and, But it's this very, like, that's my ideal type of relationship. But I'm also like, oh, I maybe don't have the personality to be poly, to, like, to be truly polyamorous. Because yeah. I need an immense amount of alone time. And that, so those right. are the, so it's I, so I hear, and I yeah. want to go to the sex parties. I don't know if I want to have sex at the sex parties. Yeah. Maybe not with random people. I definitely would love, I would actually would love to go to a sex party with a partner. I was thinking that, yes. <sighs> or that have, would I would love fun. to go. I would love to go to a sex party with a partner and have them, like, set up a gangbang, assuming they were someone who can, like, vet people and choose right. them well. Yeah. Um, like, that I'd be into that type of stuff. Yeah. That's doable. <sighs> I don't know. You could make that happen Maybe for someday. yourself. Someday. You got to have goals. Speaking of goals, what yeah. are some fantasies of yours? Like, what do you... What's your version yeah. of this of a gang sex bang. party gangbang? <laughs> um, I don't know. Let me think about that. Hold okay. On. So I feel like part of it for me is feeling desired. I find like really arousing. Mm -hmm. So what yeah. can we define that? Like yeah. when do you feel desired or what needs to be in place in yeah. order for you to feel desired? So part of it is physically desired. So I want people to look at my body and be like, damn, she's got it going on. Yeah. And then the other part is I need that like intellectual connection. Yeah. So I think I would be, I would love to have a threesome with two dudes that like I genuinely knew so probably friends yeah um and I think this is probably gonna happen for me pretty soon I can see like there's some there's a couple people I'm thinking about that would be good oh, for it great. um I'll light a candle and make a you? prayer mm-hmm Play with your I'll stone. I'll make a wish with, circle. Yeah. <laughs> I'll meditate with my wish stone on your future threesome. I appreciate you. Um, but yeah, so just two people like devouring me in that way, oh. I think would be like really hot. Do you have any ideas about like the configurations that you would like or do you think about stuff like that at all? Um, so I think, well, as we've talked about, I'm like very clit oriented. Yeah. So I feel like one person would need to be licking my clit. Yeah. Probably while I suck the other person's dick, which Great. I actually have done before. And it was Ooh. awesome with the people I was talking about That's earlier. That's amazing. And it was really awesome. That is amazing. Yeah. So you have sucked a dick and someone's going down on you at the same time. Yes. I've never done that and I want to. It I've was been in threesomes really with two with another lady and a dude, and then I've been in like a massage threesome with two dudes. Ooh, I had a fantasy that I actually wait, can you go back to that? What did you say? Like a massage threesome? 
Is that what like I just I had two dudes giving me massages and it got sexual for me but not for them because I was just like right. I'm good we're done like that that's enough great it was great but it was just like a hilarious weird situation <laughs> like it was just should I tell this story it's kind it's of embarrassing I would love to hear it but no pressure it's kind of embarrassing you know what I'm just gonna go ahead and say they'll probably never listen to this and I'm not saying any names mm-hmm. but I had a period in my life where I was producing online reality television for pickup artists. And I was working at their house late one night and they were like, we're going to go hot tubbing. And I was like, sure. And they're like, we're going to be naked. And I was like, great. I love to be naked. Mm-hmm. And then in the hot tub, they're like, do you want a massage? And I was like, yeah. And I was working yeah. were they cute? 12 to 18 hour days. They were not cute. That's okay. One of them was cute. And like, we talked a lot. The other one was not. I mean, mm-hmm. they're not people that I, it was a bad time in my life. And there wasn't a ton of mutual respect. Mm-hmm. Like there was just weird it was a weird, I was, like, almost dominant of them because I was their producer. Like, right. totally, if Power. it was if it was not a freelance online television web series situation, right. it, it would have be been so inappropriate. Yeah. But we also, our company retreat, with air quotes, I'm air quoting, was us and their investor and a couple of their pickup artist dude friends doing, an, like, doing ayahuasca in <laughs> Pasadena with this, like, bougie shaman. So, wow. so it was, and those are the things where I'm like, that's not really representative of who I am, but that happened. So, but it, but it was a great thing where they were just like, do you want this? And I was like, yes. And they were like, do you want the yoni massage? And I was like, what's that? And they were like, yoni is a vagina. And I, don't know. I just read about and that I was yesterday. Like, and I was like, such a weird name for synchronicity. A I was like, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. Yes, please. And then they were like, and do you want more? And I was like, I'm great now. Wait, did they I make squirted. you come? Yes. You squirted. I squirted. Yeah. Yes. Because they were like, you're squirting. I was like, am I? Because it was like, it's like in their hand. It was like getting caught in their hand. Wait, yes. were they, were both of their fingers Only one. You? Only one what was doing. What did the other one do? He was doing something with my boobs, I think. One was up top and I was like kind of in his lap and the other one was doing the yoni massage. That sounds amazing. And it was amazing because I love to be touched. Like that's, yeah, me my too. fantasies include a lot of touch. A lot of hands. I love sensations. I love yeah. touches. I don't like to get beaten too too much like mm-hmm. if it was i'm not a person that like would get off on being only beaten like right. i only like beatings so if that i can get the nice stuff too like right. and, and i like the back Aftercare. and forth yeah um and i like you know i like to go back and forth in the moment or like mm-hmm. when i'm like after orgasming i can get really sensitive yeah. and if i get a slap on my face or on my ass or mm-hmm. some you know like a like, like a hit i'm not expecting yeah it snaps me back in and my it like it almost realigns my senses and then i can keep going whereas yeah. with when i am with vanilla partners if i am lucky enough to have an orgasm mm-hmm. i'm kind of done after that right and so i i, I really like kinky stuff because it like Elongates draws out the experience it. that's so cool and that's why it's so delicious those are my yeah that makes sense thank you for sharing Ugh, thanks for uh <laughs> yeah, might as well. <laughs> yeah. Can I share like a funny story yes, that happened to me last week? Please. So it's not like overtly sexual, but I've been hanging out with this friend of mine. Uh, and then we went at uh, the bar closed. I was hanging out with him and his friend and we went back to his house to get stoned. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up kind of like falling asleep between both of them on a bed. Great. And it was just like the most lovely night because <sighs> like I would just go from one to the other and we would just like cuddle and it was so sweet. That's amazing. But then as I was sleeping, what happened was one of them thought that they were like touching my hand subtly. <laughs> and the other one. So they were like having a moment, but I was like passed out oh, in between them. Like, <laughs> my God. Then, and then what happened was my friend looked up and he saw both of my hands. <laughs> So he was like, whose hand am I holding right now? Oh, my God. And then then they'd been friends for 10 years and, like, never been in any situations like that. One of the friends still doesn't know that they weren't touching my hand. (laughs) 
just sleepy. He's like just dead asleep, and his other friend had a moment. That's amazing. Right? No, he was doing it back. So there was a back and forth, but they both oh my thought God. they were doing it to me. They both did. They both thought that we were oh, having that's a hand twice finish. as good. Right? That's and they hilarious. Were both like, like, Wait, super and so one me. of them doesn't know. One of them still. We're gonna tell him. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but he's like, yeah, we had such a nice moment. And then one of oh them started God. feeling like my legs. I think it was because they thought that I was receptive because they thought that they had a hand moment with me. But meanwhile, oh I'm like God. passed out. Are they people that you'd be interested in? Yeah. Oh, great. Fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah. see it where this is. It was a positive experience, see. but it was just like really hilarious that they were like oh touching each other's hands. Like, that is amazing. So good. So yeah, something might happen there. We'll see. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Any other things that are like on your mind to explore in this time of singledom? I really think I enjoyed watching people have sex. Mm, so I think I want to do that more. And I think it would be really cool, as you were talking about earlier, if I went to a play party with someone who I'm sleeping with yeah. and then we had sex and watched people have sex at the same time. Yes. I think I'd feel safe and comfortable as long as it's someone that I'd been that with really before. sounds really fun. Yeah. I want to. I want to come. come to New York and go to the play parties. Well, now that we're immediate <gasps> best friends. All right, you guys. <laughs> I just need to learn to teleport. Yeah. And do my hovercraft. I'm working on time or travel. Or you can just get your Patreon. I know. I know. Okay, yeah. By the time this episode airs, I yeah. will, I'm going to launch. I am launching Patreon on my birthday. That's, That's my birthday exciting. present. That's a good present. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I'm very nervous about. Yeah. I. It's funny because I am nervous about asking for things in life. And I think That's it's related to a sex life thing, though, because it's mm. about receiving. And so it's like right. I am relatively new to learning to receive mm-hmm. um, sexually. And I think it affects my entire life because as huh. I have, I guess I will keep that part in. As I have grown sexually it's like i am i feel like it is being mirrored in my life which is just a bizarre i feel the exact same way um like while i had my job yeah it felt like my life was very like i was just like exhausted all the time trying to like get by day by day yeah and then the past month and a half i just feel very sexually like open and excited like every day i wake up and i'm like who knows what's out there amazing and it's like the energy is also helping me find new gigs and new other stuff i feel like it it's so related. When do you feel the most sexy? Like either if it's environmental or like what has to be in place for you to feel like really turned on in all the ways? Hmm. So I need to be comfortable with the person and I need to feel good about my body. Mm-hmm. So I've recently started doing Pilates and that's making me feel more strong Fuck and yeah. like fucking boss. Good. So that's part of it. And I don't know. I just recently feel a lot more confident both as like a sex educator, but also as like an attractive person that people want to be with. Mm. Like, for most of my life, I was like, people aren't that into me. Mm. But, like, the past few months, I've been like, yeah, I'm hot, and it's cool. Great. Fuck yeah. It's just, like, the confidence thing, even though I'm, like, heavier than I've been before, but I feel... Yeah. Like, I feel more confident, and and part of that doesn't have anything to do with the person I'm with. Yeah. It's just, like, the way you come into the situation. Okay. Uh, if you're willing, I'd love to get into some nitty gritty and I don't yeah. want it to feel too workshoppy. I want it to be more about your personal preferences. Okay. So it. like, how do you feel about blowjobs? I love them. What do you love about them? I love the tease. I feel like that's my favorite thing that even before I have a penis in my mouth, just knowing, making the person like really fucking want it. Yeah. Um, what do you do to make them want it? 
So sometimes it starts days before. Sometimes I'm like, I'm going to give you like a really fucking good blowjob in like seven days. Okay, that seems so obvious, but I have literally, it never has occurred to me before this moment to just like set that up. Yeah, because it's like you want it to be in their brain. You want them to be thinking about it and looking forward to it. So, yeah, I like to plant a seed a long time before it happens. Same with, like, if I'm going to have intercourse with someone. like I'm laughing because there's a plant a seed <laughs> joke. Like, you're planting know, a seed right? and then they'll plant a seed, <laughs> but not really. Because there will be, yeah, there really, you yeah. <laughs> But, like, it's very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I love the tease element. I love, like, if I'm going to put a dick in my mouth, starting with, like, the very tip and then going, like, deeper and deeper mm. each time and taking, really taking my time. Mm-hmm. So, I think I used to kind of be, like, a finish line, let's do this in right. four minutes thing. And now... I really like to elongate it through, yes. like, a long period of time. I love blowjobs. Yeah. Amazing. Have you – are you a deep throater? Do you know how to deep throat? I do. When did you learn? It was one of my earlier experiences. I was with a very strong man who was very dominant, mm-hmm. um, which I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't so much me learning as, like, me just taking it. So oh, really? he would just, like, put Amazing. it in there. But I enjoyed it. Did you know that it was deep throating? Because I thought for a long time, I thought deep throating was just like going to the deep, the back of your throat. Like I didn't understand it could go inside if you like relax the right way. Huh. Wait, now I'm wondering if I have deep throated. Like it's the whole thing's in my mouth. Is it in your throat? I like throat fucked my master. I think it is. Well, that's more research to be had. More anecdotal research. Please do. Because I've definitely had like really big penises fully inside of me. If it's in, like, and it's, like, doing your, yeah. like, because there's, there's a difference between it just being, like, at the back and then, oh, like. Oh, no, it's in. Yeah, it's yeah, in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Confirmation. Um, but, yeah, so it was this um, dominant man who had, like, a huge, really, really thick dick. Oh, my God. Like, super thick. And he would just shove it in my mouth, and I loved it. Yeah. And so I just took it. That's and, awesome. And. From there, all the experiences afterwards were less intense. Yeah. So it was sort of easier because he would just, like, continuously, like, shove it in. Mm. He was super hot. How do you feel about butt stuff? I'm not super buddy. So I've had a couple positive butt experiences in my life. It's been only with partners when the normal sex gets kind of boring. So yeah. in, like, my two long-term relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and it. I have to be in, like, a very certain mood. Yeah. Like, it probably happens, like, three times a year where I'm like, ooh, but. Yeah. And I've had, like, one of the most intense orgasms in my life was from butt stuff with um, my ex where he would just, like, he really slowly put it in while he was rubbing my clit. And it was just, like. Amazing. The most intense. Like, I didn't know where I was you can, or like, what was feel happening. It. Yes, yeah. I've had that, like, too. Weird, like, it's like an orgasm, but it's everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was like a full. Okay, well, I just want to tell you this. The phase that I was in with the magic wand for a little while, I yeah. would put this much of my finger in my butt oh, on my left hand, that. and then I would magic wand it. And when I would orgasm. Would you put it in and out? or you Nope, just... nope. I'd just leave it in there. And sometimes I'd add light pressure. Yeah. Um, but then I would let the magic wand do the work on my clit. And what I really loved is when I orgasm, it would, like, pulse. And so I could feel it pulse on my that's finger. So and I don't know why, but that's, that's like, hot. that turns that's me on, like, hot. feeling that. It's like I can feel my full deep orgasm, and that's like that's very awesome. yeah. So that's a thing that I was like into for. I mean, I'm, I still like it, but I was like that was the way I was masturbating I'm for a couple try months. That. I'm I recommend back. it. Yeah, like I. That's yeah. why I'm saying it again. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, report back tomorrow. Report back tomorrow. <laughs> Let's see. Do you have any mysterious erogenous zones or anything like turn ons, turn offs, like extreme I things? I hate biting, mm. and everyone tries to bite me. 
I don't know why. Mm-hmm. So I seem pretty tasty. Whatever. <laughs> you, just, you just look delicious, I guess. Yeah, I've had like people kiss me and bite me, and then like my lips bleeding, and I'm like that hard. Yeah. With did they talk about it beforehand? No, they just fucking did Fuck it. That. And then I'm like, also with my knowledge of STDs, there's no way I'm yeah. sucking your dick because my lips bleeding. So bye. seriously. Oh, this is a great question. Uh, so you have people get tested, and that's mm-hmm. so you can do oral stuff without fear. Yes. And I also just like to give shout outs to things like dental dams, and I've never seen anyone give a blowjob with a condom, but that's... I did it a couple times. It sucked. It sucks. Yeah, it's yeah. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> just... I love... Uh, yeah, ask people to get tested. You should. And the thing is, if they realize how awesome you are, they will. Yeah. And if not, then they're not worth it. That's sort of what I've learned. So some people I've asked and it hasn't happened, and I'm like, that's, that's okay. okay. I also know some people are in a I want this now sort of phase, mm-hmm. and I just want to say, like, well, I mean... I don't want to add the stigma around STDs. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I tell the kids often is, like, say you're both really drunk and the ability to consent is questionable. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a big deal for you to be like, hey, can I get your number? If we're both sober and want to do this, we can do it tomorrow, right? Totally. So it it doesn't, like, the urgency is hot. (laughs) The urgency is hot, but, like, is this a person you actually want to fuck? I mean, people have different opinions around how they make choices, and I respect that, and I would just say... You know, do what you want to do. Be safe. I know yeah. people have their different sets of boundaries. But exactly. mine is I like to talk about it beforehand because I just feel so much freer when I have that safety check in place. Exactly. I can Me enjoy too. my body better. Yeah. Um, and I I personally, when I'm inebriated in some way, shape, or form, I'm not, like, there with my body as much. Yeah. Like, my sensations are dulled. So, I don't know. Guys, do go do, do your thing. You, but. I find, like, when I'm a little stoned, I'm super sensitive in, like, a really sexy way. I, sometimes this is true for me because I've been getting stoned more. Yeah. But I, for, like, I oftentimes, it's so much harder for me to come if I'm stoned. Interesting. Uh, like, my body feels really good, but then I get, like, too sleepy. And <laughs> like, this like, is a lot and, of like, work. And I, it's like, this is too hard. My I body's just like, I yeah. can't. Wait, Can't girl. press this button any yeah. longer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to know, do you have any just like best or worst stories that you would love to share? I'm going through like my list of people and like. <laughs> oh, okay. So I had sex with someone, the third person I slept with for the first time on top of a car that wasn't our car. And then he left the <laughs> condom on the car. No. And I feel so bad every time I remember that. Because that poor person in the morning. Where was the car? It was Were you a, on the street? It was, no, it was in like a secluded alleyway at like five in the morning. Oh my God. What kind of car was it? It was like. A tall, like a sedan? I Did you bend the roof? We didn't bend the roof. Okay. I think it was were against both the car. It was like it? doggy stuff. Oh, got it. Got but it, got I do it, got think it. at one point we were both on, <laughs> on it. But the car was undamaged other than the condom. In my mind, it's a limousine because it's got a yeah, long trunk and a long... T- <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Um, let me think of best and worst. I'm sure there are more, but for some reason I'm drawing a blank at this moment. Or anything, uh, like any more bucket list, like not necessarily a fantasy, mm. but like things, like places you'd love to do it. Or So I had an anticlimactic fantasy doing situation where I always wanted to get a happy ending massage. Uh-huh. Uh, and I matched with someone on Tinder who was a masseuse. Uh-huh. And like my first message to him was like, yo, would you be open to giving me a happy ending massage? And he was like, yeah, I got you. That's great. <laughs> so I was like, cool. 
Um, so I went to do, like, we met in public. I made sure he was, like, a human. He yeah, was really nice. Yeah, yeah. And then I went to his house to do it. And it was just so strange. Really? I don't know. Like, I couldn't get in the mood. Um, Why do you think that it was? I don't know. I think it was very built up in my head as, like, this mm. thing I wanted to do. And then I was actually there. And I was kind of like, whoa. And I also feel like he didn't do enough warm-up before he went to, like... Yes. Do you know what I mean? So I wasn't That's fully comfortable. Uh, he did eventually make me come, but it wasn't, like, super epic. And it was kind of just like, meh, bucket list, Checked but not, box. like, super... Yeah. Because uh. <laughs> I love, like, I find when I watch porn, I often watch, like, massage porn. There's something uh. about it that I think is really hot. It's really sensual. It's really sensual. And I also love... Like, situations where you're not supposed to be turned on, but you are. Oh, my God. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So, we're, like, breaking those boundaries are, like, super hot. I agree. I did briefly see a physical therapist who I literally... Wait, like, CCC? Just listen. (laughs) (laughs) I used to go to therapy at a place that had a gym at the bottom, Mm -hmm. and I had sprained my ankle. Um, This was years ago, but I was, like, on crutches for a while and then was limping for a while, like, as I healed. Yeah. And I got to know this person who I literally met on the street because I was limping by twice a week, like, to go to therapy. Yeah. So we developed a talking conversation, and he would give me little, like, tips and stuff as I walked by. And then finally one day he was just like, do you want physical therapy? And I was like, I can't really afford that. Mm -hmm. And he was like, what could you do? uh, What about, like, 20 bucks a session? Like, well, And I was like... Yeah. yeah, I can afford that. <laughs> That's reasonable. And so I got this, like, gym membership because, you know, it was like a $60 gym membership one-time thing. And mm. um was training with him. And it was one of those things where he would talk to me a little too much. Like, it was a little too – and then he would be like – he also would do these, like, muscle releasey things. Mm-hmm. And then he would be like, I'm going to touch you here. And he – before touching me, he would point to – and I would just look at him and be like, okay. And it was, like, <laughs> definitely inappropriate, like, in a Wait, back room. why would he – Because he would, like, but touch me – it was like releasing, it was for my entire body because the fascia, like there is a fascia net that is connected right. to all of you. And so he was working on like all these yeah, body yeah. things. Um, was it arousing? I was so aroused. Yeah. And like I also, this was in the same realm of time. No, this is leading up to, this was about um, six to eight months pre this weird massage I had. Like I was in a strange yeah. place that year. That's um, fair. And I was, like, starved for human connection. Yeah. And, and he asked. And so I I was, like, turned on by the yeah. technical inappropriateness. But he would, like, show me where he was going to touch. And I would, like, look at him and be like, yeah, touch yeah. me. That sounds super And he hot. never tried to do anything more. I probably would have gone with it. But, uh, yeah. again, but I inappropriate. So, again, I was fine with it because he was asking and I was saying yes. But also, he didn't like, just do it. It was inappropriate. Because of the power thing. It's like, are you saying yes because you want it or because you feel like you Oh, have I wanted it. Okay. so that I, like, is, wanted yeah. the touches. I yeah. was turned on by it. Like, I was, Fair I was play. super into it. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't really uncomfortable other than, um, well, I wasn't uncomfortable. I mean, my ankle hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I wasn't uncomfortable other than the, like, actual general taboo because I knew I had shame where I was like, oh, if I tell people, then I'm like that chick that's getting molested by her physical therapist. Right. But I'm like, but I wanted that. Right. So, again, it's those, that's a weird gray area. That's a really weird gray area. Yeah. So I was into it. Because I feel like for him, it wasn't the best move, but at the same time, <laughs> yes. you're both consenting. I guess, yeah. I guess I feel the most concerned because I'm like, is he doing this to other people who are saying yes but don't, but want, don't it. want it, actually? Yeah. Because um, I was very well aware because I was like, oh, should I Did not? he say, can I touch you here? or I'm going to touch you here. 
Mm, that's a great question. I, in my brain remembers it. I'm going yeah. to touch you, but he probably actually did ask. He was an asker. Like okay. he wasn't. I yeah. don't. I don't remember. Um, my that's brain fair. remembers it as, as a like, as a direction because I like it that way. Right. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> you mentioned going to play parties. How did you get into this realm? Was it through work? Is it through people you know? Yeah. So it was like a few concurrent things that happened. So I interviewed someone named Kenneth Play, who's the lead mm. world squirting expert. Yes, I listened <laughs> to so his cool. episode with He's, on. Uh, I listened Dr. to his Jonas, episode yeah. on science of sex. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he he's fascinating. So I work for a publication um, and I did an article on him. I've also done a few articles on squirting. I actually watched someone beat the world record for the most ejaculate squirted in a 30-second oh, period. I read about that. Yeah, her name's Lola Jean and you should, should check her out. She's she a doing it herself? Educator. She, yeah, so what we did, she had like, this whole loft uh, like sectioned off and it was part of a party, like a larger party um, that had a lot of sex educators and like just fun, cool people. And what happened was she told us that someone was eating her out backstage and then she came up on stage, had this huge bucket underneath her um, and basically oh immediately God. started touching herself and uh-huh. just fucking like, squirted wait, immediate- uh- everywhere. And then at the end, they put it into wine glasses and auctioned it <laughs> off. <laughs> what? So it ended up being over a liter, which is like a fucking Holy shit cow. ton of liquid. Um, and they auctioned it off, I think, for over $100. Oh I don't know what gosh. the person was going to do with it. Um, Hopefully something weird. Ideally something weird. Uh, so she, she's fascinating. Um, That's wild. Also, just a shout out to Dr. Jana. Go to at Dr. Z-H-A-N-A mm-hmm. on Instagram. In her bio, she has a link to her squirting survey. We are trying to gather data, people. So go mm-hmm. uh, go do that. She already has about 6,000 responses. Really? And all other research on squirting has had like 30 tops. So this is like groundbreaking Amazing. research. So it would be awesome to have yeah. your input. Awesome. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. That's insane. So yeah, so um, going into those spaces, like how do you... So you okay, because our original question was, how did no. you get into sex party land? And oh, so this was I one of the Okay, so yeah, so, there's... So, yeah, uh, I went to that event. Um, and then you meet people and get invited. And then you meet people, right. So a lot of it had to do with my journalism. So I worked, uh, I covered an event that was a sexy Thanksgiving event where we ate food off naked people. So what? Right. So I like, want that. It was I know. So, I want to be the naked the na- person. You would be such a good naked person. How do I person. apply? I'll give you the info. I want to be a naked person and someone can eat yeah, off of me. That right? sounds great. It was super fun. So there, But it wasn't like sensual. I don't know. It was like turkey, potatoes. If they were on me, I'd find it sensual yeah. unless I got cold. But that's the only thing. I don't want to no, be cold. No, they re-upped them very consistently. So I worked this event uh, that I covered for a magazine I worked for. And then through this event, I met this really awesome couple who invited me and the friend I was with they have private events, and I didn't really know at all what it meant. Yeah. But they said they'd give us a comp ticket if we wanted to come and experience okay. what they have going on. Uh, and I was like, yeah, sure. So we go to the East Village, um, and as we enter the door, they give us a mask. And they're like, the whole time you're in this space, you have to wear this mask oh. to remain anonymous. Very eyes wide shut. Yeah. Uh, and we go in there. And they have, like, a curated experience for us. So it's not a sex party, but it is very sensual. So downstairs, there are people getting tied up. Uh, There's a whole bunch of toys for spanking and such if people want to engage in that. Um, There was this really cool thing where uh, this woman had her male sub 
the the bench and she played piano while sitting on him oh which I my thought gosh. was super cool and it was like a switch that no one else there had that switch like mostly it was the women that were submissive yeah um and it was also very heterosexual but that's a whole the entire event yeah the entire oh, event was um like on purpose no or just it was i think it just was interesting um so i'm worried that people of different identities may have not felt comfortable oh i don't know hmm. but it was a really are you, do you identify as heterosexual? I do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just realized we hadn't explicitly oh, yeah, stated it, but we've been talking yeah, about yeah. dudes. Okay. I do. Okay. Great. Um, so that was my first experience at that type of party other yeah. than the turkey naked people. Uh, <laughs> and that was my first time getting spanked. Uh, and I didn't hate it. Yeah. But I wasn't super turned on. I mean, I went to a dungeon open house and met yeah. a man and he was like, do you want to get spanked? And I was like, yes. And then he yeah. spanked me and I was like. Okay, you're yeah, exactly. you're a stranger, and I don't care very much. Exactly. Like you know, like so for me, without context, I'm just kind of like meh. Yeah, exactly. But my friend went, and she loved getting spanked. Yeah, that's great. And she very much enjoyed it. Cool. And it was cool to see her enjoy it. Uh, so this couple actually hired me. So I worked the last event where I was working a booth where I basically help people to communicate erotically in sexual encounters. Cool. So I gave them five different images and I got them to pick the image that they found most arousing. And then we'd have a conversation about it. So they would say, um, first in the image, who do they picture themselves as if it's more than one person? And then talking a little bit about what the communication can be like during an encounter in either thing. So like what would turn you on to hear and what would you want to say if you were this person? Amazing. And what about it? So that was really fun. What if people don't, like, what if they're just blank? Because I went through a yeah. phase where I was like, I'm totally blank. How do you it help happens. them? Yeah, so basically I let them know what I would want to hear. And then mm. I ask them, does that resonate with you? Yes yeah. or no or why? Yeah. Um, I think it's important not to put people on the spot. Yeah. Especially because no, we're not comfortable talking about sex generally. Yeah. So for some of them, it might have been one of their first times talking about this type of stuff. Yeah. So I try to be really gentle and... That's not push them. Great because I remember the first time someone like wanted to talk dirty with me. I was just like, I don't know what to say because it wasn't motivated because I didn't I honestly didn't care that much about talking dirty with this individual because I was just like, yeah. I'll fuck you, but like yeah. I don't want to talk about it. And so it wasn't until I was with my master that I understood how it can be erotic foreplay yeah. just to talk, just to text, totally. particularly when I was with someone that was not available to me most Exactly. Of the time. Yeah. I find, yeah, I was in the long distance relationship really oh, taught yeah. me to up my Did game you guys do that. a lot of yeah. video chat? A fair phone. amount. I was never like super comfortable. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. Um, but we did do a fair amount. Yeah. Sometimes it was really hot, mm. but sometimes it was like, I know that your penis is out there, but yeah. I want it Distance in here. Distance is hard. Yeah. No, totally. Totally. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so I, yeah, I went to that party. Um, and then I recently went to two straight up sex parties. So the Hacienda House is a polyamorous community within Bushwick. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to this party where I was working the bar um, and for me to get in for free. So I was yeah, like, yeah. Totally. Um, and I also thought it would be helpful because I didn't want to have sex with anyone. It's a so great way to like, scope it out. Yeah. 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 So I really love working the bar. Everyone was really nice. Downstairs, there were like 20 beds set up and just people going at it. Mostly couples, but some threesomes and foursomes. Mm. And I really enjoyed watching it. Okay. They had a symbiont unicorn that you could kind of like ride. What does that mean? A so symbiont? Symbiont? Isn't that what it's called? The vibrate thing? I don't know. So I don't know I what think, you're talking about. So I but think, it sounds <laughs> magical. <laughs> it was a magical. So I think what it is, is it's just like a vibrator that is really fucking strong that sometimes they get for sex parties and stuff because you feel the vibration through your clothes so you don't have to get naked. That's perfect for me, especially right? now. I know. 
And so you can, they had a unicorn that it was attached to, and then you ride it, and then it rubs and vibrates your genitals. I didn't really do it that time, but um, it was just, I really enjoyed watching what was happening. Did you see people, uh, how do I want to ask this? It sounds like you were working all of these sex parties that you went to. Like, you had a capacity, you had a function. Yeah. But did you witness people interacting for the first time because I like at sex parties I yeah. don't know how to feel people out because for yeah. me sometimes I'm worried about leading people on but I need yeah. to get to know them a little bit but I don't exactly. know so in so, my brain I'm just like how do I yeah so for this party I only worked for two hours and for the rest I was hanging out huh. and a few people did approach me and I found it very interesting because I think within the polyamorous community people are really good communicators yeah so I think Within a few minutes of talking to people, they would kind of let me know what they were looking for. How would they do that? And then so, how would you respond? Because <laughs> yeah. for me, examples are so helpful. Yeah, definitely. If I see a model, then I can modify it. Right. If I have no idea, I freeze up and hide in a corner and definitely. stay in my apartment. Um, yeah. So there were a few. When I first got there, before I went to the sex part, I met someone. Um, and then he was like, yeah, this is my first time at this type of party. And I was like, yeah, me too, but no one's having sex. And he was like, oh, that's happening downstairs. Would you like to come with me? And I was like, yes, sure. Um, so we went downstairs and then we were kind of both standing there watching people have sex. And I think we were both getting turned on and he, there was like a a space in the back where we could have hooked up. And he was like, would you be interested in joining me in this space right now? And I said, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not there, but I'm really enjoying watching this with you. And if we talked more, like maybe I'd get your number and at some point potentially be open to something. Um, and then it turned out that wasn't what he was looking for. He Great. was kind of, and I was like, that's fine. So you, and then I ran, oh, in, I ran, right. Refreshing clarity. It was very clear. I ran into him five hours later and he was like, I had my first sex party sex. I was like, yay. That's awesome. And he said it was really great. So I was really happy for him. And I was glad that he was able to communicate where he was at. Uh, I also, later in the night, we ended up playing poker. So it was like, I was like one of the only ones wearing clothes. Everyone else is pretty naked. We're playing poker. Uh, they gave us amazing breakfast. So at like 5 a.m., all the steaks came out and it was just like... Steaks? It was steaks. It was fucking incredible. Oh my God. How much are tickets? A lot. Wow. Which is why I worked the bar. Great. Uh, but yeah, there was this couple that I was kind of hitting it off with. Uh, and I could tell they were both interested in it. And then at one point, the man and the couple asked me if I'd be interested in going home with them. Or first he offered me some Coke and he was like, would you like to do Coke? And I was like, I'm going to say no to both of your offers. But like, I really appreciate you. Um, But yeah, I think just like very clear, honest, open communication uh, about desires. And then when they align, Mm, boom, boom. When they don't, all right, good luck out there, buddy. Great. Yeah. It did seem like it was a lot of couples. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. These are such wonderful stories. Okay. Yeah. Uh, On... Two more questions. Sure. First, is there anything you want to ask me? Okay. So because recently I've been giving workshops and thinking a lot about erotic talking, mm-hmm. I would like you to share with me either the sexiest thing that someone's said to you during an interaction or mm. the sexiest thing that you've said to someone or like if there's something that really stands out as memorable. Oh. My master was so good at dirty talk. There is so much. We would we would get into these text conversation streams, and there was one night in particular. I've told people on the podcast before that I especially love 
being called really filthy names mm. when I am engaging in anal sex. Yeah. I, like, there's just something about it where I'm like, choke me, tell me how dirty I am, like, yeah. tell me I'm your dirty anal whore, all of that. So that's that's been said. But a story I haven't shared is there was a period of time where things were really good between us, and I had a giant butt plug. Like, he bought me a very large butt plug that was yeah. like, I don't, it was just like a step up and I was like holy shit I don't know about this Mm -hmm. so I would just play with it and when we were in session together I was like really nervous because it was big I mean not like head size like there are those ones but it was Mm -hmm. like bigger than anything I'd ever toyed with (laughs) and we would play with it and he would that's when I would use my safe word and Mm -hmm. but I was like so turned on by the idea and there was a night where I was playing with it alone like I really wanted him to come over but he couldn't that night and so he basically dirty text ordered me through playing with it and I was watching some of our homemade porn yeah. like on the couch by myself like this is what I was doing on a Friday night but I was so stimulated and that's the those, that's the part of, those are the parts of this relationship with a married person that was so perfect for me because yeah. I don't need to be around a person every second of the day but no. something about that too is also a build up so he would like talk me through it and I would be like I think I can get it in like do you and he was like yeah. now do it now and then like would tell me when I was allowed to come and it was like that. but it was like through dirty texting and yeah. I never would have thought that that was remotely satisfying but I had like the best I don't know like hour and a half like masturbation but kind of like I guess guided yeah guided God, dominant mas- masturbation with this huge butt plug and I felt so proud oh. getting it in Did and you like fit it in? I fit it in yeah. and I think I only ever got it in like twice and then I was like okay I'm done and, <laughs> but it was so hot because I found a way to tease myself into like I was um what was I doing I think I was like in and out like I think I was like going in vaginally but then also hitting my clip but then mm. like while I was like gently coconut oiling it yeah. up my butt that's amazing um, and so that's the one that probably stands out the most because yeah. it really was like with the extra level of turn on I don't remember the specific things he said mm-hmm. um, but it oh it was hot it was awesome. hot. And he and he's really he's a writer, so he's good with words, and that mm-hmm. is amazing. And I would say I would just give a shout out, people, like to reading. Words. Words are words make you sexier. When you can communicate mm-hmm. with words, I get turned on. That's my personal Agreed. thing. Agreed. Um, if you can only communicate with words, that's not enough. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta show <laughs> me too. Deal. Both. I need both. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for asking that. <laughs> So lastly, I would like to know if you could go back in time and give yourself a piece of sexual advice. It doesn't have to be one piece, but mm-hmm. as much. If you could go back and give yourself some advice, what age would you pick and what would you say? Oh, shit. Okay, so I think there are two things. There's so many. <laughs> I'm going to try to only say two. So I feel like when I was, ooh, all right, like 11, I would want to teach myself about consent and boundaries. Mm. So being like, no one can touch you without your consent. You should never feel like you have to do something because of pressure or power or anything. You should always trust your instincts and say how you feel and sort of feel in control in that way. Mm-hmm. So I think that would have been really helpful. Yeah. And then a little later, let me think, maybe 14, I would tell myself, basically, whoever you're hooking up with is really enjoying what's happening. So don't mm. spend so much time being self-conscious because I spent a long time thinking about do I look good in this position yeah. blah 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 yeah instead of just enjoying the moment and feeling connected yeah and then also 
specifically related to orgasming, sort of realizing that they really want to make you feel good and not to pressure yourself to make it happen or not make it happen. Um, but usually when you're not thinking about it is when it does happen. Yes. So sort of helping myself to get into that space. And I'm still working on that one, but I feel like I've come a really long way. Same. Come, come a really long way. way. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, yeah. I hope we come even longer right? ways. More, sus- More longer comings. I'm reading this book, One Hour Orgasm. I don't, oh. I don't know if it's real. It might be bullshit, but. Curious yes. to know. It's certainly worth an exploration. Right? Like you got to <laughs> test that out. Gotta love that. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. This has yeah. been such a wonderful conversation. Listeners, Nikki's going to tell you where you can find her. Yeah, find me on the interwebs. So my Instagram is Nikki Davis F, N I K I D A V I S F. What's the F for? Fane Bloom is my last last name. What is it? Fane Bloom. Cool. But I'm just so sick of like reading Explaining it to people it. on the mm-hmm. internet mm-hmm. who are trying mm-hmm. to find me places. My original name is Karen, but I got so tired of getting really? called Karen, I picked a new name. Just last year, oh, at age wow. 29, I was like, I'm going to be wild. <laughs> I picked it, name. but it's from a Robert Heinlein novel. <laughs> I love him so much. That's amazing. Yeah, it's from The Moon is a Harsh Mistress, which is I one of my favorites. It's a great book. Um, yeah. They have line marriages. So the cool. people in the marriage it alternates male female that's how they chose to do it and the most senior wife is in charge of running the household because she's just the best like they're the senior mm. husband's a little senile in yeah. this particular family and all members of the family must unanimously vote on new spouses and they alternate I love that. and that's the type of polyamorous and they yeah. build wealth together so that's so so the oldest people are like in their 70s and then the younger yeah. ones are barely legal can i just say you would love star trek there are oh. so many cool species okay, with different mating Trek. rituals and polyamory and like I love it. You need to make it happen. Okay, so oh, yeah, uh, back sorry, to the intro. Follow oh, yeah. her at Nikki Davis Nick- at Nikki Davis F. Yeah, I'm N-I-K-I-D-A-V-I-S-F. N-I-K-I-D-A-V-I-S-F. Yes, and I'm posting a lot of sexuality stuff and my articles also on Facebook, which has the whole name N-I-K-I-D-A-V-I-S-F-A-I-N-B-L-O-O-M. I love it. It's a lot. It's a lot of letters. I know, but I feel like I it. if I if it was shorter, more people would bother typing it in, you know? What if you just go by F. Bloom? I'll cut this part out. Oh, F. Bloom. F. Bloom. I mean, Bloom's cool. Like, F. Bloom is cool. F. Bloom is cool. Is like, that like my F-bomb? educator name? I mean, it's a pretty good one.